You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful.com, here with a name you know, Richard Holiday of MLW. Richard, thank you so much for taking the time. Sean, I appreciate you having me on. We we have a lot to talk about because even though even though we're in the midst of a pandemic, you've had a busy time. You've you've had a bit of an injury, you've you've had a contract re-signing, you, you're you're in the news an awful lot in, in a time where a lot of people can't be in the ring. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy, you know, the world that we're currently living in. However, to your point, uh, I haven't had too much of a problem staying relevant in the marketplace and in the world of professional wrestling, uh, albeit some good and the contract extension and, and some bad with my, uh, my very bad injury that I sustained. So it is all noteworthy, but it, it, it's good same time so how are you feeling you said that you had a mild strain of your hamstring how's that doing right now and how how did it happen yeah i mean as an elite athlete anytime you you suffer an injury of any magnitude it needs to be treated with the utmost care and luckily i have a medical doctor who's a very close friend of mine who i was able to go ahead and get it checked out within about less than 24 hours, which is fantastic, especially in today's climate yeah. of healthcare. And it was just a mild strain. I, I did it while I was sprinting, um, doing, you know, a bit of uh, calisthenic exercises, as one may say. Yes. And and it was a freak accident. And uh, I have been icing it and elevating it and doing all the proper procedures and should be good to go in no time. So you're not going to miss any any ring time if that ring time does occur very soon. If any ring time were to occur soon, um, and I mean soon within the next week to two weeks, then there might be a little bit of uh, a pessimistic mindset in terms of getting back into the ring. But the world that we're living in right now, I think my hamstring should be almost better than it was prior to the injury. It seems to be a recurring theme among those in the dynasty. You overcome injuries and end up uh, a lot stronger afterwards. Wow, it's something in the water there. What, what are you drinking there? Are you drinking coffee right there? Of course I'm drinking coffee out of the brand new Dynastic Coffee Mug that any consumer can purchase on MLWShop.com. 
So I mentioned the ring time, all that. This It seems like this has been the first time in probably years that you've had this much time out of the ring. Would would that be safe to assume? Oh, very safe. Very safe. I mean, March 13th was the last time I was in the ring, which was in Tijuana, Mexico, for Major League Wrestling in front of 5,000 screaming consumers. And I haven't been in the ring since. So it's been quite some. It? It's June 10th at this point. We're coming up on, on almost three months, which is crazy. How long has it been since you went three months without wrestling? It would have to be never, I, I believe, ever since I started. Ever since my first match um, back in 2015, I've never had a three month lull, a three month lull in this sense. And you know, it's good on my on my body. I mean, maybe you know, maybe if I was in the ring, I wouldn't have been sprinting. I would I wouldn't have suffered this this awful hamstring injury. So, but it's it, it's different. It's, it's the body gets used to wrestling every so often, and, and, and now that it's not with you, maybe my body is just reacting. You mentioned how how it benefits your body. How does it affect your mindset, if if at all? Because I mean, as a competitor, I'm sure that you had become acclimated. And I mean, d- does that affect you psychologically, whether it be taking out frustration or aggression or anything of that nature, to not be able to do that inside the ring for three months at a time, and who knows how long it'll be? No, I, I do believe that some people within the industry might be experiencing some of those uh, maybe psychological side effects that you might be yeah. referring to. I, I am I am not like that. I'm very level-minded. I, I have a very uh, clear understanding of what's going on. And, and I kind of look at this as, as this is like any other major sport. Any major sport um, has off-seasons. And if you put yourself in the mindset that, hey, this is simply just an off-season and I'm going to get back to it, well, then psychologically you can deal with this a lot easier. And... You know, it's, you know, financially, I am in no constraints, so it hasn't impacted me in that way. So, no, I, I, I'm doing just fine. I am eager to get back. I will say that, but I haven't been affected, per se. Your contract status has been affected. It was announced recently that you have, I don't know if it said re-signed, but you had come to terms for an agreement for multiple years with MLW, what can you tell us about that? How that that came about, and your relationship with MLW now uh, being extended for a couple of years? Yes. Yeah, so my contract discussions did, did begin to pop up, and you know it, it was something that they were very eager to get done. They they wanted to resign me, obviously, because they see the money in me and they see the investment and, and what I bring to the table. And, you know, from a marketing perspective, obviously it makes a ton of sense. So if I were them, if I were the business owner, I would make it uh, my own personal agenda to to eagerly sign me as well. Um, Why I decided to stay was just taking a look at the climate of professional wrestling, taking a look at where the industry is as a whole and where I foresee it to be within the next five years. I felt like Major League Wrestling was the best platform for me to stay with. And I did extend my contract and... It, it is a mutually beneficial agreement, I will say that. And I'm very much looking forward to what MLW is, is going to do in the future. And there is so much room for expansion, and I feel like I'm going to be the one kind of guiding that ship into that direction. So I know that if I see this stuff that you do, because it's about you, but when the re-signing happened, and even when I, I asked for questions about this interview, a lot of people says, well, he's got 
the WWE look because you're you're a big dude, you're young, uh, you, you've you've got that that look about you. So MLW had to know that there were, was interest from other places based on your talent set, based on how you look, based on the work that you put in. Was there any back and forth, or were you or were you pretty well set to kind of carry that torch for MLW for the years to come? Well, I think they understand that this is a business, and I am a businessman. And a, a smart and wise businessman never just makes a rash decision. You don't make a decision based off emotion. You make a decision based off rationality. And, of, of course, there was you know negotiations in this, and there was me looking in other directions, uh, of course. And it all came down to making the smartest decision for me. And, you know, people always say you have the WWE look. Great. What does that mean? Um, and I think I know what that means, but it's, you know, it's relative. Um, what about the Major League Wrestling look? There I would say to that, you know, I, I think I have the Major League Wrestling look. And if I have the WWE look, I think you would agree with that. So it's, you know, the, the consumers, they, they, they say so many different things about I should be here or I should be there. Why aren't you here? I wish you'd follow this guy there. Um, it's, it's fun in the sense, but why don't you just watch MLW and see me there? Yeah, and that that's the thing that I would kind of when when people would send in Q and A's and they would say Richard Holiday, uh, Alex Alexander Hammerstone, they've got the WWE look, and I'm like, well, that look is the MLW look, and we know that because there is a consistent track record of WWE wanting MLW talent as soon as they pop up on MLW TV, to the point where MLW has been on the record saying, please don't contract tamper with our wrestlers. Uh, because it's happened. Like the, the the WWE roster is full of former MLW talent, and uh, I think that that MLW has proven to be a platform that other companies take notice of. Like I, there are so many wrestlers that had never popped up on TV before, and as soon as they're on MLW, they they land on the radar of these companies. What what do you think that says about MLW and the type of platform they provided? Because it, it has brought a lot of wrestlers to the forefront. I, I've said it for so long. Major League Wrestling is exactly what it is. It is major. It's a major platform within uh, North America and, and globally. You know, look at all the distributions that Major League Wrestling has, has provided for us. We are uh, in television in several different countries. You know, we're television in France. We're um, Ireland, the UK, India, Africa, so many different um, countries outside of America had the opportunity to watch Major League Wrestling Canada. And there's, it's internationally known. And then, you know, within the States, wrestling has evolved in the sense that it is not just I watch this one. You know, there are certainly just, we'll use WWE as an example, there are just WWE consumers who just watch WWE. But then there are consumers of the industry, and they watch whatever they can get their hands on. And Major League Wrestling has to be, uh, on the one hand, discussion of promotions that you're going to watch. So when you see an Alexander Hammerstone or a Richard Holiday appear on a Major League Wrestling screen, the initial instinct is, well, I wish that they were on this platform. I wish that they were on WWE. All the while, it's so ironic that they're literally watching Major League Wrestling and seeing us on this platform, not really realizing and digesting well, I am watching 
Alexander Hamilton. I am watching. Yeah. I'm watching them right now, um, and that kind of just goes over their head because they just automatically they want that transition to a different platform. It, it makes no sense to me. Well, it hasn't been all sunshines and rainbows for you and MLW. You've been for months. It seemed like you were trying to get them to recognize the Caribbean Championship, or is it Caribbean? How do, how would you pronounce it? I pronounce it Caribbean, and okay. I feel like I am 100% accurate when I say that. There you go. How had how did that progress? The, the the Caribbean Championship, the development of that, how did that come about for you personally? Well, the Caribbean Championship has been on a rocket ship since I've gotten it. And it has become one of the most, if not the most, talked about things in all of Major League Wrestling. And I, I don't want to say that it's overshadowing the MLW Heavyweight Championship because I believe that is what most of the roster is striving to hold. However, the Caribbean Championship has taken a life of its own, and, and I take 100% responsibility for that. Because once I won it, rightfully, from Savio Vega in Dallas, Texas on that evening, it has become the forefront of Major League Wrestling. And consumers every single day will tweet at me. And they'll tweet at Court Bauer and the brass at Major League Wrestling and saying, recognize this championship. And my God, I believe it deserves to be recognized as an official MLW championship. I've defended it. I defended it in Tijuana against Chessman. Yeah. It, it has to. I mean, what does that say? So, you know, it, it, it's, it's just taken on a life of its own because of me. So when when that title is developed, like, do, do you plan on sort of adding to it? If MLW won't recognize it, do you think that, like, you know how there have been wrestlers over the years who have maybe went their own route with championships, and you say this is a legitimate championship. MLW, while they might not agree. It, it apparently is still out there as a possibility. Are, are you going to add any of your own flair to that continually as it progresses on? Like, are you going to get more loud, more boisterous about this, this, this feeling of making this a, a legitimate MLW title as opposed to one that they haven't recognized? I will not stop. They will not stop hearing from me until this MLW championship is rightfully um, bestowed upon everything else that is um, the other championships, the National Openweight Championship, the Tag Team Championship, the Heavyweight Championship. Now it's the Caribbean Championship. And it's on the same platform as, as the other three, and it should be, and rightfully so. And my lawyers slash my father, and we will be um, constantly down their throats until this happens. I don't know what I need to do, you know, maybe from a television standpoint. I'll start holding Caribbean Championship open challenges. So I need to do that. It's worked in the past. Maybe that's something. I'll put that out there in the open right now. Um, the second the MLW comes back, I want to have an ML, a, a Caribbean Open Challenge championship match against anybody in the roster, anybody in the industry. Maybe they'll recognize it then. Well, it's obvious that they've recognized the impact that the dynasty has made because you resign, Hammerstone resigned, MJF was still all over MLW programming even after he had went and done stuff at, at AEW. So... It's one of those things where they might say you're a thorn in their side, but it's like, oh, you need that thorn in your side to survive type of thing. Like, you, you can't remove something that's vital to the company. What do you think that their investment into you and Hammerstone says about their 
I don't know if it's confidence or or recognition that you guys are integral to their brand. Well, I think it all starts with when the dynasty formed um, over a year ago, year and a half ago, with Maxwell, myself, and Hammer. And I'm not so sure what the company knew that they had at that point. No, it was something that just started happened and then it just progressed and progressed and progressed until we were the talk of major league wrestling it was the dynasty you watch mlw you talk about the dynasty it's it's synonymous and now it, it's to the point where yes they did resign me to a long-term deal hammerstone to a long-term deal you know medina is still with the company um we had maxwell for what we had and and now it's that's what the consumers are talking about that's what you were talking about when i do interviews it's all about the dynasty so I, now I know that the company knows. Yeah, are we a thorn in their side? Well, potentially. I mean, maybe recognize my championship, and that thorn will be a little looser. But we're doing such good for the company. Hammerstone goes over into Japan and and has the national openweight championship defended over a thirty day tour uh, with Pro Wrestling Noah. Um, you know, I, they put me onto ABC News to promote Fightland Philadelphia. I saw that. It, it, it's there's so many things that they have the dynasty do to represent the company because we're the ultimate representation. I saw actually, I think it was a clip from that, that Philadelphia interview where you were discussing the, the very AirPods that you're wearing now. I, I think it was have that. You, you mentioned they were an investment. Is that the only pair you've ever bought? No. I wasn't sure because I didn't know if like you, how that worked if you took care of them if you saw an investment as something that you wouldn't have to reinvest in i had a lot of people say please compare them to raycons or galaxy buds you're, you're... well i don't i don't know what raycon or galaxy buds are because i don't really waste my time researching lower level products Ooh. however i do have um several pairs of airpods because there are several instances in which i need to wear that you know, there's the grocery shopping AirPods. There is the interview AirPods. There are the gym AirPods. There are the walk down to the ring AirPods. There's several AirPods. I mean, it's just a matter of when I need them, and when they're at my disposal. We had also spoken earlier about your new MLW contract, but we haven't spoken a lot about how you landed in MLW. And uh, that was, I believe, late 2018. I remember you were in the Battle Riot how did that offer come about to, to come in and then to remain with the company? Yeah, it's quite interesting, actually, because MLW for the longest time was primarily focused down in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And I live in Connecticut. So um, logistically, um, initially, they did have interest in me, but it was a lot easier for me to debut in New York rather than Orlando. So once the communication had begun um, between both parties, they had reached out and said, well, we're doing the battle riot in New York. We'd like you to be a part of it. So, of course, I oblige and I show up to the event, uh, the Melrose Ballroom in Queens. And I show up, custom suit, owning the room. And then right then and there, they give me the opening match. They said, well, we can't just waste you on the battle riot. We need to see more. So I was actually the first match. I was the first entrant. Um, into the first match for the first MLW show in New York City. So I was the first um, exposure for the consumers right then and there. And, you know, it's, it's funny the way it works because then two months later, they're back in MLW. Now I'm one-on-one -on -one with, with Joey Ryan, who at the time was prominent within the company. 
two weeks after that, they offered me a contract. And it's all about, you know, first impressions, second impressions. And when you wow somebody on the first and second time, well, then why even have a third impression? Let's just get this guy in the contract immediately. Um, and then we just hit the ground running from there. Seems like it's worked out for both parties pretty well and stuff like that. And them re-signing guys like you and Hammerstone seems like it may have helped lead to this new deal with DAZN that was just announced. Uh, so MLW is a little bit of everywhere, though. I am a subscriber of DAZN. I, I think it's great, for especially for boxing. I watch a lot of Bellator on there. But your, your thoughts when you had heard that this deal with DAZN had come together? Tremendous. I thought it was a fantastic move. It, this is a, a just another way that MLW separates itself from other promotions within the marketplace. And upon doing research about the zone, um, there are a vast amount of subscribers. Um, it is huge. It, it was referred to as the Netflix of sports. And for us to be on the Netflix of sports, well, what's that say? That means that tons of new eyeballs are going to be on the product. Um, right there at the consumer's exposure. And it's, it is just onwards and upwards growth for the company, which is part of the reason why I stayed with MLW, because I saw that the trajectory of which this company has the opportunity to go on. And it can really, really grow. And Court is doing a tremendous job at managing this company, other than rec uh, recognizing my Caribbean championship. He is doing everything right. And he's putting us in a position to succeed. And then when you have guys like me, guys like Hammerstone, leading the company, I can only imagine the, the discussions between Court and the brass at the zone. They probably just looked at Hammerstone and myself and said, well, I need these two on my, on my platform. I, I need these two. It was probably just as simple as that. As we wrap up, I have a couple more questions for you. A wrestler once told me that if I've never taken a pile driver and I refuse to take one that I don't know how to work. How do you feel about that statement? I mean, who's, I mean, I don't know who said that. If, if I've never taken a pile driver, I don't know how to work. I mean, I would just say, um, I, I just think that's an out of context statement that, that I, I'm not sure holds a lot of weight. Maybe it did. Um, when it was said, I'm, I'm just going to assume that, that that statement was probably said, um, 90s maybe i mean i i don't know who said that or why it was said um, well we we do have a reader question from a maxwell from plainview new york who says why are you such an awful wrestler who refuses to take a pile driver from a canadian legend from a maxwell from plainview new york yeah that's that's the name that i have listed here from this this reader um, I would just tell Maxwell from, from Plainview, New York, that um, even Canadian legends um, don't have the right to, to do a pile driver to me. It's my neck, and uh, I believe I have the decision to make that. Thank you, Maxwell. I do, I do appreciate the question, though. So before we get out of here, let the people know where they can where they can follow you, where they can see you. Obviously, MLW is on DAZN. It, you can catch it on YouTube. There's no reason for people to not check out MLW. Uh, I constantly check out their content. There's a lot of great archived MLW content that, that's coming to light, too, as well. A lot of 
a lot of wrestlers that have become huge over the last really 15, 20 years have made their way through MLW and the roster right now is insane. But where can they find you? Where can they find what you're doing? You can find me personally on Instagram and on Twitter at most marketable, same handle on both platforms. And then watch me on YouTube, watch me on DAZN, watch me on BN Sports. So many platforms and opportunities for you to watch me um, do my thing as a Caribbean champion uh, for Major League Wrestling. Uh, you can find my merch stores on ProWrestlingTees.com, type in Richard Holiday, or go to MLWShop.com. The brand new rarefied air shirt has officially been dropped. The Dynasty Coffee shirt is also available. And of course, the Dynasty Coffee mug makes your morning coffee dynastic at MLWShop.com. Richard, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Sean, thank you very much. I appreciate it as well. Guys, until next time, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.